0: Jose, I say Jose, it's time to wake up. Oh, buenos dias, senorita. My siestas are getting shorter and shorter. Hey, Michael, mi amigo, pay attention, it's show time. So it is. Pierre, you rascal, you, let's put on the show. Mon ami, I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. Oh, pardon, madame. That whistle was for my good friend, Fritz. Ach, to lieber. I almost fell out of my upper perch. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the glee club. (laughs) Ole, ole. It's go time. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. To paraphrase what Sam the American Eagle would say, it's a salute to all things Walt Disney, but mostly Walt Disney World. A former cast member, a longtime lover of the parks, and an engineer who enjoys the magic and wonder of it all, Dave brings you his unique perspective about the Walt Disney World Resort. Now please remain quietly seated throughout our tour, and we ask that there be no eating, drinking, smoking, or flash photography. Our podcasters are frightfully sensitive to bright lights. So put on your virtual mouse ears, sit back, and relax and enjoy the podcast. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, mantenganse alejado del David. Hey everyone, it's Dave. How is everybody doing? Well, unfortunately, I got a rejection letter from the Disney Moms panel for 2011. Uh, it came in the form of an email, and it was very polite, and nice, and you know, thanks for trying out with us. And we got thousands of applicants, and unfortunately, you weren't selected, and yada yada yada. And um, yeah, I'm kind of sad on the one hand that uh, that I didn't get selected, and on the other hand, you know, it's kind of like work in some ways because you have to answer so many emails a week. Uh, so uh, I'm kind of elated on the other hand that I didn't didn't get selected, but I did want to continue to throw out there to you guys. Uh, you know, I'm already doing this. I'm here. I'm doing a podcast. I'm talking about Walt Disney World. If you guys have questions or something you'd like a Disney dad kind of person to answer, someone with some knowledge and some inside scoop to help you out, please do send me an email to davesdisneyview at gmail.com, and I'd be happy to to take a look and get you an answer. I have a wealth of information, and I have some other resources I can tap into if I don't know the answer. So kind of like the uh, Disney Moms panel, only different, I guess. So speaking of having a wealth of information... One time, a couple of years after I stopped being a cast member, I was living back in South Florida and I was working for a large corporation and the director of my group wanted to take a, uh, basically take a day trip to Disney World to uh, kind of celebrate his employees and really give them something in return for the hard work we've been doing. But of course, being in a large corporation, you can't just do that. You have to really sell it as being a true team building event. And so he came to me, being a former cast member, and asked me to help him to figure out how to make it a team building instead of making it just a fun day at the parks. And I had another friend of mine who had been a cast member with me up at Walt Disney World, and we'd been friends for years, and he and I set about this idea of figuring out how to make it a team building and really make it something fun where we could really sell it to management. And by the way, we did sell it to management. We had an amazing day. Um, And actually, we went to the Magic Kingdom. What I did... Uh, I came up with a sort of a scavenger hunt slash team building thing. We had, uh, I think it was 16 people on our team, and we broke into teams of four pers- four people each. And we had people go out through the parks and do complete the items on the list and come back at the end of the day, and we totaled up their points, we gave point values to everything, we totaled up all the points, and that gave us something to work with so we could score and see who, who won the event. Now couple of caveats here, I've uh, redone this just a little bit because this was in the early 1990s before the advent of true digital photography that was really easy to work with. So I had to, uh, at the time we had to go out and actually develop film. So we couldn't give the full point values until we got back to the office a few days later. I dropped off all the film, got it developed, and then was able to go through and score the, uh, the photos that we had. So that was a little bit tricky, so I've kind of reinvented this a little bit so you could do it in real time with digital pictures. Also, the company I worked for was a corporate sponsor of Walt Disney World, and we had some things in here that were strictly related to the sponsorship, just to make it a little more interesting and compelling to our management. So I kind of refigured those and took those things out um, so that it, it's a little more generic, uh, especially for everyone else. Um, don't like to talk about the corporation I worked for or currently am working for or whatever. Uh, just wanted to throw that out, throw that out there. So you could revise this if you wanted to, to make it a little more compelling for your management if you wanted to look for something very specific related to that. Now, uh, the idea was really just to give, give everybody a fun time. What we did is, as I said, it was um, four groups of four people each. We gave them three hours, gave them instructions to basically go out and collect things, stuff, information, and photographs. Everything has a point value. The team with the most points at the end of the activity wins. And each person on the team is going to win something. So we went in and we actually made some purchases of a few things, just some tchotchkes from around the park that we wanted to give away as, as prizes. And it was a really a, a lot of fun. I mean, this was probably one of the more fun days that I had with a group. And I hope on a, that I can inspire you to do something similar. You're welcome to take exactly what I have. I'm going to put a copy of this on my website, on my blog. If you go to um, davesdisneyview.shorturl.com, you'll see a link on the blog to this document and you're welcome to take a copy of it Modify it, use it however you want. It's just something fun that we, uh, that we were able to do. And uh, hopefully it'll inspire you to go out and try it for your company if you have an opportunity, or maybe with a group of friends the next time you go to the park, or even with your family. You can do it in any way you like. But it's a lot of fun, and it's a, it's a really good time. So with that, let me just roll it out for you. We had um, things we wanted you to bring back for points. So what we were looking for was um, 15 things to be brought back. And anybody could bring back any one of these things, right? So that was the uh, that was the intent. So first item on the list was any information pertaining uh, pertaining to the Disney Visa card. So it, there's information out there. Maybe there's brochures, maybe um, maybe a little uh, thing on the back of the um, uh, the back of the the map or guide. You know, anything like that. There might be some information about it. Uh, you could take that. Uh, anything that has a corporate sponsorship noted on it. So anything you could find that has corporate sponsorship. A map of the park other than the Magic Kingdom. So since we were talking about the uh, Magic Kingdom, we were in the Magic Kingdom all day, we were looking for a map of um, one of the other parks. A A map or guidebook that's in a language other than English. Fairly easy to find, but not everybody knows where to find them. Today's show schedule, yesterday's show schedule, and tomorrow's show schedule. Now sometimes they happen to be on the same show schedule. Good for you if you happen to get one. But sometimes, if you happen to be there between weeks, they might be on different schedules. So that's something to consider. A receipt from the Pecos Bill Cafe. A receipt from Cosmic Ray's Cafe. A receipt for the purchase of chewing gum from any store in the park. Now this one's tricky, because as you may know, chewing gum is not for sale anywhere in the Magic Kingdom. So we put, that, we put a point value on that one that was just out there. It was like 5,000 points for that one, because we knew nobody would get it. A receipt for merchandise purchased in a store other than the Emporium, since most people would stop into the Emporium. Uh, a copy of the WDW guidebook. Anything with an anniversary logo on it. Um, and any items you brought got points. Since we were there, I think it was the 30th, we were there between the 30th and the 35th anniversary, so we were getting uh, a little bit of both on some of, the, um, some of the things that we got. So I'm sure that now you would start to see some of the stuff that would be... Uh, looking at the 40, 40th anniversary, right? Uh, so look at that. A business card bearing a picture of Mickey. Yeah, you gotta ask around, but you might be able to find one. Somebody might have a business card with, uh, with information on it. And then uh, points for each character autograph, plus bonus points if that autograph happened to be from Mickey Mouse. So if, they went or, if somebody went around and got a couple of autographs, being adults, it's kind of fun to have to do that, right? It's just the fun of getting out there and uh, asking for autographs from some of these characters. Sometimes you never know what interaction you're going to have when you walk up to these characters and you just, you know, you walk up to them and you start talking and, you know, you say, you say something, can I have your autograph? And they'll just kind of laugh and they'll have some fun with you about it because you're an adult doing it. So that was the um, things we wanted to, people to bring back for points. Next was the picture grouping. So we wanted you to use your cell or other camera to capture some things. Uh, the description gives an idea of what we need, to, uh, we need you to do, but we wanted you to be creative. If you can accomplish more than one thing in a photo, more power to you. Points will be given for observing the spirit of the description. In most cases, more than one photo is acceptable. If it says only one, you can only get credit for one photo. So the way I set this up, we had 15 things where you can only get one uh, photo for that. And the objective was not to get thousands of photos here. We were talking about a disposable camera that was like 24 pictures. So we're looking, you probably wanna try to limit somebody to like 24, 30 pictures, somewhere in that range. So they're gonna submit the top 30 that they've got. So that way you're observing the same spirit of what we had in mind. So what we were looking for as far as the only ones was a picture of any team member of your team in a blue car on the Grand Prix, a picture of any team member on the Tomorrowland Transit Authority, a picture of any team member on the teacups, a picture of the castle with all of the team members in the picture, so you had to get somebody else to take the picture for you, a picture of a monorail other than red, blue, black, or purple, a picture of the park taken from higher than ground level, but not from the TTA. And this one's tricky because there's only a few places where you could do that. You could do it, of course, from the monorail. You could do it from uh, Cinderella's castle, uh, if you're up having a lunch or dinner up in, the, up in the castle. And of course, you could go outside the park, climb up to the 15th floor of the Contemporary, and take a picture down into the park. So a couple of options uh, that you have available to you. But it's a little tricky because it's not really necessarily in the park that you're taking the picture. Uh, a picture of a team member holding a balloon with a cast member in the picture as well. A picture of a sign that mentions a sponsor tie-in product with at least one team member in the picture. A picture from the Walt Disney World Railroad looking at Tomorrowland. A picture of a team member on the Jungle Cruise wearing the tour guide's hat. A picture of at least two team members with pirate garb on. So maybe you go over to Pirates and you have a little fun over there. Uh, A picture of any team member in the Hall of Presidents a picture of any team member on Tom Sawyer's Island, a picture of any team member on the carousel, and for carousel could be either one. It could be, well now it's uh, Prince Charming's uh, Royal Carousel, or it could be the uh, Carousel of Progress. And then finally a picture of the Main Street Trolley. So those would be the ones you could get only once. Uh, So we had point values assigned to each one of those. Um, The one with the largest value was, of course the one where you're taking a picture from above ground level because it's really kind of hard to do. The next we had a series of ten items that you could do that you could get multiple points for. You could uh, repeat the picture more than once or have multiple people in the picture and you could get that, uh, get multiple points. You could get the scores more than once. So the first one was picture of the rest of your team in a line at any attraction. So one person taking the picture of the rest of the team. A picture of any team member wearing a big sombrero on their head. A picture of any team member with a silly hat on other than a sombrero. A picture of a team member uh, holding a fast pass in the picture. A picture of the entire group taken from any photo spot. And again, being able to do multiples, you'd have to have someone take the picture for you so that you could have it there. A picture of any team member with a Mickey Mouse bar, uh, one of those ice cream bars. A picture of any team member uh, eating other than a Mickey Mouse bar. So maybe just eating at some restaurant somewhere when you're having lunch. A picture of a team member sitting on Main Street wearing a Mickey Mouse shirt. And a picture of a hidden Mickey with a team member. Now, of course, we had to describe to some people what a hidden Mickey was. You're just looking for the three concentric circles that uh, that look like a Mickey Mouse head. Uh, And we got a couple of interesting responses back on that one. But uh, it works, and it was kind of fun. And then finally, a picture of a team member with a character. Uh, and again, we gave a bonus if, you was, if Mickey Mouse was the character. So if you uh, had an opportunity to go and take a picture and get an autograph of the character, you could get some good points. Um, and then we had a bonus section. Uh, so at the end, we were giving out bonus points. So points if anyone on your team is wearing mouse ears. So when we came back to gather up at the end of the, uh, end of the thing, uh, we were counting up how many people had mouse ears on. I think we had one, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, A bonus, if uh, your name is embroidered, we would give out points for each one of those if you stopped and got your name embroidered on the hat. And we also gave a a large bonus if everyone on the team was wearing mouse ears. So if everyone came back wearing mouse ears and had the uh, name embroidered, you got some good points for that one. Uh, Next, uh, points if any team member is wearing Disney clothing, jewelry, or accessories. Uh, Points if you have a picture of any team uh, member from another team on any of your pictures. So as you're going through the park, if you happen to run into one of the other teams, if you take a picture of them, you got some bonus points for it. Uh, We gave points for any Disney dollars that you had in your possession at the end of the day. So uh, we we were basically giving like 50 points for each Disney dollar that you had. Uh, We asked uh, people to sing a verse from It's a Small World. And we just, you know, we asked who can sing a verse from It's a Small World. We gave points for that. Uh, That was kind of fun. You know, hearing people trying to belt that out was a lot of fun after a fun day in the park. Uh, points if you pictured, if you purchased the photo at Splash Mountain. So when you were going down the, uh, going down the ride, if you purchased that one, you got uh, points for that. Uh, points if you have at least three pictures of each team member. So as we went through it, we were looking for, okay, is that Joe? Is that Joe? Is that Joe? If there was three pictures of each one of the team members, you got points for that as well. Uh, points if you have a picture of another entire team. So uh, if you got the entire team in the picture, you got some extra bonus points for that. Uh, points if someone from your team or any other team is pictured in each picture submitted. Now, see, that gets a little tricky because some of the pictures required, like a view from above or a view from the Walt Disney World Railroad, but there's a possibility you could pull it off. I'm not saying you could, but uh, if you could, that would be kind of cool. Uh, and then um, we gave points for, uh, or I would give points for any unused fast passes. So if somebody comes back with an unused fast pass, great opportunity to. Uh, to use it and uh, use it to get some points at the end of the day. And once in a while, you can find some fast passes around. Somebody may have discarded them because they didn't, uh, didn't go on that particular attraction. So those will get you points as well. So that would be the basic nature of those. Now, we also gave them a little written questionnaire, kind of a fun written questionnaire uh, to try and get things going a little bit. Now, we were an engineering group, a bunch of geeks uh, trying to solve these problems. So I'm going to give you the problem and I'll also give you the answer uh, that goes along with it. So uh, just bear with me on this one. It's a little bit of fun. You can obviously modify this to be a little bit more uh, flexible to whatever type of team you're bringing, and uh, ask a question that might be more relevant. Um, and uh, in some ca- in some cases, we had the points already decided, and some of it was the the um, actual value you'd come up with if you had to do the mathematical uh, part of it. So uh, the first question was: How many times did the group ride Space Mountain? Multiply by 10 to get your points. This is the honor system. So however many points was how many times you rode times 10. Number two, if the jungle cruise lasts 13 minutes and there are eight boats running, and each boat can hold 28 passengers, how long is the queue if you wait in line for 30 minutes? Assume there are no box from the line, the load time is zero, and there's no wind resistance. And we gave 100 points for this one, this answer. Now, this one works out to be uh, there's a little math here. It's If it's 28 passengers per boat times 30 minutes times one trip for 13 minutes times eight boats, the number is 517 passengers waiting in line. The next question was, what's the fastest ride within the Magic Kingdom? And the answer, of course, is Big Thunder Mountain. Now, you could, you could argue that uh, the uh, monorail is actually faster, but it's not inside the Magic Kingdom. What's the fastest ride at Walt Disney World? Well, I think this might have changed, but the monorail can supposedly go up to 100 miles miles an hour, so I think the monorail may still be the correct answer, though with some of the uh, thrill rides that they've added to the parks, it's possible that one of them actually moves a little bit faster than that. So I'm not exactly sure if that's still true. I think it is, but I'm not 100% sure. What's the drop on Splash Mountain? And uh, the drop is actually 27 meters, or about 90 feet. What's the maximum speed reached during that drop? And that's actually uh, about 17 meters per second or 40 miles per hour. Uh, so, you know, that's just the way that that one works out. You can ask a cast member for the answer to that question. They should be able to tell you, but about 40 miles per hour would work. Uh, what's the duration of the drop? And using the, uh, using the math, it's about 3.6 seconds from the time you go over the drop till you reach the bottom. And then another fun one for the engineer geeks. Uh, assuming that the log weighs 100 kilograms and the maximum height is 20 meters, what's the potential energy at the top? Now, the calculation for potential energy is uh, one half of the mass times the velocity squared, which would be uh, 100, kilo, 100 kilograms times uh, 168,960 meters per second, um, squared times a half, which is about 1.4 newtons worth of uh, energy. So. You might want to replace that one if you're not an engineering group, but uh, that was a lot of fun to just play around with these guys because a bunch of geeks, you know, we're just having some fun with it. You throw a question at them that they really enjoyed trying to pull out their calculators and solve while we were standing there in the park. Kind of fun to do that. And you could do the same thing where you could ask about, um, talk about the latest commercial that you saw, talk about uh, the, the marketing efforts. You could talk about uh, how they, uh, how they uh, bring in cast members, the recruiting process, anything. You could have some fun with it and just really have some fun and, and uh, make, it, make it your own. Uh, the ninth one, above what store does Walt Disney's name appear? Uh, of course, they have the names of many of the uh, Disney executives painted on the windows of the, uh, of the stores on Main Street. And uh, his appears above the ice cream uh, store and the business that he's in, uh, the second part of the question, what business is he in, uh, is the uh, music lessons. And the next question is, what's unique about that location? Well, the uniqueness about it is, anybody, anyone? It's the only one that faces the castle. All the rest of them are along Main Street facing each other, facing the street part. That one is at the end of Main Street and it's actually facing the castle. So if you're ever in there and you wanna go look for it, uh, you can check it out. It's above the ice cream shop. Um, Above what uh, store does Michael Eisner's name appear? And I think it's still there. Uh, It's the only, it's the uh, one above the bake shop. Uh, So if you go and look for it there, it should still be there. Uh, How many happy haunts are in the Haunted Mansion? obviously that's 999 so that would be your point total in that case the next one on the tombstones outside of the uh, haunted mansion here lies Dave what and of course it's he chased a bear into a cave next on the honor system how many times did you hear no flash photography today multiplied by 5 to get your point total it was a lot of fun to try to get to that one And then finally, what's the verbiage on a sign that tells you that an attraction or area is closed? And of course, it's please pardon our dust, but this area is being refurbished for your future enjoyment or some variation on that. So there you go. And we had some fun. I mean, I think it was just more fun to go through and do these things and really build good teamwork and camaraderie and have a great time. We were running into the other teams like all the time because I think we were kind of all going around the park the same direction. So we had a lot of opportunities to kind of Uh, kibitz with each other and have some fun and say hey what did you get what did you get you know and just have some fun with it I heard a couple people cheating along the way and have a little fun with it uh, and just uh, just really enjoying themselves it was it was a really good time and uh, you know this like I said it was like three hours of time the rest of the time we uh, we were on our own just touring around the park and having some fun Uh, you know we stayed in in groups for the most part but we had some fun just kind of touring around and doing different things and really enjoying ourselves for uh, for the day we all went over and we went to, uh, I think it was Narcusis over at the uh, Grand Floridian, if I remember correctly, and we had some lunch over there. So it was a, a really good time. So I hope you can use this to build your own little interactive activity, your own little team building to have some fun around the Walt Disney World or parks, um, in particular the Magic Kingdom. You could do the same thing in another park if you wanted to, modify the questions, take it a different way, but this was a great way to build teamwork, and uh, because we got it paid for, it was even better, you know, golden for us. And like I said, this, uh, this list is available on my website, so please feel free to go over and have a look at it and modify it as much as you want and make it your own. Now, I do have to tell you one other side note on this story. Uh, this was, uh, we were there during the time when Hootie and the Blowfish were uh, at the height of their popularity, and one of the guys on our team looked a fair amount like Darius Rucker, uh, who was the uh, lead of uh, Hootie and the Blowfish, and uh, he was really funny. I mean, he was just a funny guy anyway, but uh, we went out, a couple of us had gone up, The night before, we went ahead and stayed in a hotel the night before and then just went into the parks the next day rather than driving up uh, with the group early in the morning. So we were there, and we decided to go to, like, IHOP for breakfast and just uh, just stop in. And we're there having breakfast, and a couple people came over and were asking, is that him? Is that him? And two or three of us in the crowd knew what they were talking about. We realized he looked a little bit like Darius, and uh, so we were having a little fun going, yeah, sure, that's him, yeah. Mm -hmm." And uh, then people started coming over and asking for autographs. And people were just having a good time, just, um, you know, coming by. And a couple people snapped photos and whatever. And my friend, my my coworker there, was just eating it up. And he kept looking at us, who is it again? And we're going, Darius Rucker. He goes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Then when the bill came at, uh, at the end of breakfast, the uh, manager came over. goes, you guys have been bothered enough. We can't. This one's on us. We can't ask you to pay for it. So Darius left a very nice tip that was equivalent to the amount of the uh, meal plus a tip. <laughs> very nice of him, wasn't it? And we all left, and it was just—it was one of those great moments. And the day went on when we were in at the parks. Uh, it went on throughout the day that people would walk up and would think it was him. And we were just having some fun, going, "Yeah, yeah, it's him, sure." Mm-hmm. And we were just having the best time, just eating it up and having some fun with it. Uh, when we went to lunch, we were sitting there, and a couple people walked over and they were look, did the double take with him. And then they started playing some Hootie on the Blowfish on the uh, on the stereo in the in the uh, store in the restaurant. And it was just funny because you know they clearly thought it was him, and uh, you know it was just it was just so much fun. We were on the monorail at one point, and a couple of girls were like, "Is that Darius Rucker?" I'm like, you know, we were just we were just having so much fun playing it up. Now we would never do anything to disparage um, Darius. Of course, we were just having some good fun, and uh, like I said, we didn't we didn't try to take the people at IHOP. We left a tip in the amount of the actual meal plus a tip that we would have left anyway, uh, because we felt like in some ways we had kind of. Abuse that uh, that privilege of being in the celebrity status because though in our defense, we never actually said, oh yeah, that's Darius Rucker. People were coming by and saying, yeah, is that him? And we're just nodding our heads going, yeah, yeah, that's him, sure. Um, so it was uh, it was pretty amusing. And that just made the day that much better. Uh, we were just having so much fun going around and just having a great time. And it was a really fun team building kind of day where you're just having some fun and just enjoying yourself. and. You know, every day should be that good. Uh, you know, I don't think I've had a work day quite like that ever. Um, you know, being a cast member probably came close, but uh, that was just really something. I mean, it was really just enjoying being out there and having some fun and really enjoying ourselves. Uh, and the uh, the team building exercise just made that uh, all that much more fun. So I hope you guys can take it and use it. And, um, you know, that would be, that'd be my, my gift to you if you want to use it. So, thanks for stopping by Dave's Disney View podcast this week. Most of the music you're hearing on this podcast is from a friend of the show named Craig Brown. Craig does a number of things in the techno space. You can find Craig's music on myspacecom sound A as an apple. And my thanks also to Doug over at geekacres.net for his rendition of a Jack Wagner classic. And now we've reached our destination in the 21st century. Yes, I know, it went by so fast. But don't worry, because the future is always in front of us. Thanks for riding with us. Please collect your personal belongings and step onto the moving platform. The platform and your car are moving at equal, yet opposite speeds, so watch your head and step. If you have questions, comments, thoughts, concerns, or would just like to ask Dave a question about Disney planning or anything else, send him an email to davesdisneyview at gmail.com. And now, I got to be moving along. He's looking for a little more attention. I'm heading for a little bit of fun now. He's hoping for a little more excitement. Time to be moving along. It's time to be moving along. Time to be moving along.